What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 30 of Rip City Rundown. Today, uh, we're not feeling too good as Blazer fans all around. A bad week overall. Road struggles are continuing. Players are cooling off. And some players just blatantly aren't performing. Um, we're recording this right after the loss to the Jazz, where the Blazers just looked down at atrocious, I would say. Um, I'll send it over to you, West. I mean, is there anything to feel good about with the Blazers? Uh, coming off the Nuggets game, I was very excited. Um, I believe that was our third or fourth win in a row. Um, but, you know, what does a 500 team do when they win four in a row? They lose three in a row. And that's what the Blazers just did. Um, all on the road, no victories. Kind of, that's the story of the season, in my opinion, so far. It's just the lack of road wins. Um, I really thought we could get at least one on the road, um, but we ended up going one and three this week. So kind of a disappointing spot right now, but uh, you know, we go home tomorrow. So hopefully we can write the ship. Yeah. You, for sure. Um, yeah. One and three since our last podcast, all road losses. I mean, to cut us some slack, you know, Golden State Warriors, best team in the league, Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. top five, maybe team in the league, Sacramento. Again, it's just, we cannot, get any road wins, even if they're trash teams. But Detroit tomorrow, hopefully we can go back to 500. I got to ask, in this game tonight, I just can't even think I'm my, like, my, I can't remember. Um, did Was there any, like, trash player that went off? Uh, no, well, the Jazz won't have trash players, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, uh, I did see I mean, Clarks, Clarkson was 6 for 10 from 3, so... But I don't know. That's I saw an article that was published a couple of days ago. It was uh, titled No Name Players That Keep Showing Up Against the Blazers. Um, really? And they did a top 10 list. Um, <laughs> was Kaminsky number one? Yeah, Kaminsky was one. You got like Bones Highland on there. Maybe some mm-hmm. people haven't heard of him. Uh, we got Luke Kennard, Kelly Oubre, TJ McConnell. And these are all people putting up like 20, 25 against the Blazers. Uh, Nicholas Batum, Dylan Wendler. George Niang, Jeff Green, and Marvin Bagley. Um, so I said to ask that real quick. Uh, good news is, uh, we'll just get a little good news here. We are going back home, and we've got three very winnable games coming up. Obviously, probably as you're watching this tonight, we have the Pistons at home. Oh, my gosh. Which is should be just – should be a dub. I mean, Can't honestly, any team we play at home at this point should be a dub because it's the only place we can win. But then we've got Spurs at home and Celtics at home. So and Clippers at home, four games. Clippers at home, and then we're back on the road against guess who again? The Warriors. State. Yeah, um, but tough. we've got four games that we should. I, do I say we should win? I mean, at home we're a completely different. Or winnable. Team, so I'm, I feel like I should say we should win, but mm-hmm. um, the energy doesn't look good with the Blazers right now. Yeah, I will say no Norman Powell tonight. Um, that's the knee injury. I'm not going to say his 22 points, which we lost by, would make that up. But I will say I did not watch much of the game of this Jazz game. I will say whenever I did watch, it was the Jazz hitting a transition three, and then I just would, would turn it off again. So I think transition defense is something that we are, we are so bad at. We are really bad at it. Joe Ingles had back-to-back transition threes, and I just turned the game off because, like, he wants to watch that. <laughs> True. So, yeah, but do we want to go over all the stats for each yeah, game? Go over the stats from this yeah. last game because I, I didn't really look at the box score yet at all. All right, I watched pretty much the whole game except for the third quarter. Before I say, like, the stats, I want to say that 
we held the Jazz to 21 points at the end of the first quarter. And I was like, all right, promising defense. Then they go on to score 32, then 41, then 35 in the fourth for a total of 130 points. So obviously just atrocious defense. Um, Dame, four for 12, one for four. CJ, seven for 17 for 19 points. But what annoys me about that is it seems like CJ is always taking more shots than Dame. Like, I don't care how hard the shots are. I'm, I want Dame taking all the shots over CJ. Mm-hmm. Nurk, again, with a great game, nine for 13, 24 points for Nurk, double-double, 10 boards. And then Anthony Simons, huge off the bench, off the bench 24 points, 10 for 15. Simons is on fire. Um, I think he's been the MVP of the season. Yeah, not so for, the, for the Jazz, I mean, not much to say. Mitchell, 30. Gobert, 21, 9 for 11. I mean, they, this guy just missed highest field goal percentage in the league. Ingles, 14. Clarkson, 22 off the bench. But other than that, pretty spread out for the Jazz. I mean, they don't have specifically, like, insane players. I mean, if you want to say Gobert, but, you know. What, from what I hear from that, it just seems like the guys for us that you expect to play well, Dame and CJ, just aren't playing to their standards. Because if you get a game from Simons where he puts up 24 and Nurkic where he puts up 24, both shooting over 60-70%, you should yep. think to yourself that you have a pretty good chance of winning the game. But coupled mm-hmm. with the terrible defense and then the terrible play by the guards, it's, it's a recipe for disaster, no matter how good the rest of your team is playing. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of transitioning to the Warriors game here. Uh, we lost by 15 on the road. No shame in losing to Golden State. At no, um, for sure. the chase, that chase center, but I think you know it's just a little frustrating because we play so bad or we play so well, and then we just have a seven-minute just horrible stretch. Golden State stretches like stretches the lead, and then we just can't dig ourselves out of that hole. Like the Warriors shot fifty-four percent from the field, thirty-two percent from three. That's not like out of this world numbers, but I mean like Andrew Wiggins, it's ten for sixteen from the field. Like he's a good player, but like. The two-point yeah. defense was so bad. And obviously, they have Steph Curry. So, he's took 15 threes, only made six. Yeah, not to get um, too in-detailed with the stats, but again, Lillard, 15 shots, CJ, 17 shots. It always seems like, I don't know, I just want Lillard taking more of these shots even if he's not. Mm-hmm. Like a, I mean, because he was player of the week last week. So Yeah, Simon's um, had a amazing also, stretch in that game. And then Lillard, like, Two of his threes came at the very end when we already like lost, so Lillard basically didn't really score. So yeah, I gotta say in that Warriors game, I was fairly pleased with how we played, other than a span of like that two minutes and a half where they went on what like a twelve over run. Um, so that gave me total loss of confidence, and I I have to remember that the Jazz are still a really good team, so losing to the Jazz on the road again, it's not the end of the world. It's just we don't look like we even want to win. Not that we can win. Yeah. We don't even look like we want to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, the Blazers, there's no shame. I think I said this in another podcast. There's no shame in losing to Golden State on the road, to the Jazz on the road. But if you're going to lose those games, you can't be losing to the Cavs and you can't be losing to the Kings twice. Like, if you're going to not beat the good teams, then you got to beat the teams that you should beat. If if you want to have a successful season, which would be a top five seed in my opinion, and you got to have you know a couple of those big games on the roads where you do beat a really good team on the road, you know maybe that's five games a year, but we just can't get one. I know we 
So what's our record on the road? One and forever. I think one wow. and ten. Unbelievable. God. One and ten on the road, nine and one at home. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we are the best home team. Uh, yeah, there's only us, us and Golden State are the only one loss teams at home. So well, let's go back to the Kings game now. So oh gosh, um, refresh my memory because I kind of forgot. Well, it I was pretty even. Dame had a Dame pretty, had a ton of free throws in that game. I remember he put up a good good Dame had number of points, but not points. great shooting. Yeah, thirty-two points, three for 16. twelve from three. 15 for 16 from the line. They're kind of crazy again. Again, CJ, 13 points, 20 shots. Can't begin 13 points, 20 shots. Yep, okay. And again, CJ, third time shooting more than Dame. I don't get it. I really that, don't. That game, I I was watching it with uh, Ucol, actually, and uh, I think you can recall me getting a little upset at CJ about he was sh- he was shooting us out of the game. Yeah. CJ, has a, CJ has a tendency to where when he's not playing well, he tries to shoot his way back into the game. And he just compounds it and makes it worse. That's what he did in Game Five versus the Nuggets. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, the like, one big become thing more of a game, passer. Pass it um, to Simon. I don't know if you guys were watching at the point, but Robert Covington getting ejected—that was kind of yeah for throwing the face mask. That was weird. Yeah. You could. I you, don't. I can't say I disagree with it. Yeah. Sure, I just, yeah week, there's no like, reason. I don't know why he would freak out that much. Yeah, if you're Covington, that's kind of a. You just don't want to give the refs an opportunity to make that call. Yeah. Now I remember. Watch first yes. two quarters of the game. Fourth quarter had to turn off on the airplane. Woke oh, up or know. landed, turned on my cellular with some very disappointing news. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of negativity on this podcast. Let's, let's go to a positive. Blazers do beat the Nuggets yep. six days ago at home. Held them to 100 points. No Jokic, however. No 19-point win. Well, 19-point win regardless. They did just yeah. win tonight. Uh, they were on like a six-game losing streak, I think. Jokic did play, though. So, yeah, but CJ but played like, great that game, right? Yeah, yeah. Thirty-two CJ for CJ, 32. thirteen for nineteen. Once again, Beautiful. shooting Beautiful. way more than Dame. And then uh, now that makes me want, now that makes me want to think like, what is the stats on the season? Is CJ shooting that much more than Dame throughout the season, or is this just a stretch? I don't know. I'd be interested though because I feel like Dame. Games, I feel like Dame's taking point. They, they're both taking eighteen and a half shots a game and both making seven and a half. So they That's literally have identical numbers. Good. That is not good. Yeah, Dame they're both shooting sh- around forty percent from the field, and then CJ shooting forty percent from three, while Dame's shooting thirty percent from three. That's not good. Dame's having a horrible year so far, shooting with shooting wise. I just don't which know. Which is, is a big recipe for the Blazers' success. I, just, know, I don't know point, what it is either. I mean, it's like it's not like you can say. Oh, it's just a slump. I mean, what are we, 20-something games in and it's still occurring? It hurts. It really does. I don't know what's up. but Same with CJ, kind of, but like especially then you'd expect just yeah. so much more, so much more. I mean, you could compare this man to Curry last year, and now it's like they're not even in the same league anymore. You know, I, I wonder if Dame – usually when we go to the playoffs, Dame will like – completely just run out of gas in the playoffs and i wonder if he's taking more of a measured approach like i would rather get the six seed and have a more rested dame than a three seed where dame just emptied the tank in the regular season well uh, this right right now we're the 10 seed so okay I well i get that but our home i think we're going to be a really good home team because we weren't last year we were not good at home last year and we're typically one of the better home teams in the league we have great home court advantage so i think that's kind of gonna go back, kind of have some positive re- yeah. regression, so to speak. 
So I don't know. The I think we're gonna be a really uh, good home team, and we have to get better on the road. There's no. We're just gonna. We're gonna find our oh. find our way to win games. It's gonna happen. The Western Conference right now is really split into like three tiers. There's the like ten the or contenders, 11, the bubble and the lottery. That look like they're out of the playoffs. There's the top three: Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah. And then there's four through ten, where the four seed has eleven wins at the Clippers. The ten seed us has ten wins. So mm-hmm. like. A bunch of mediocrity going on right now in the West, so it's not like we're the only team, but... No, I mean, that just, four seed is up for grabs. It's up for grabs. It's just the, the way we're performing. It's just like, it hurts, hurts to watch. It's the shooting, the consistency. Dame has even close to numbers they did last year. Like, we, we could not had an exciting game on the road. Like, the only exciting games is that, like, week stretch where we were, like, beat the Bulls, Raptors, and I forget who the last team was, but, like, the energy in Moto was, like, real. There's zero energy and excitement on the road. It's just like, like I say, it looks like we just don't want to be there. I will say, this is interesting. The rest of the way, the Blazers have 61 games left. We have the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. I feel like we've played a tough schedule so far. Nuggets, the the Nuggets twice, the Jazz, the Clippers three times, the Warriors. Not that the Clippers are that good, but still, you know. There is 63, 61 games left. So I think, you know, it's our hardest. This is, this is uh, using the website Tankathon. But we still have two against the Warriors, two against the Suns, three against the Jazz, two against the Bucks, two against the Nets, one against the Bulls. Those are our hardest games. Easiest games, we get three more against the Rockets. Wow. Four against the Spurs. Four against the Thunder. We haven't played the Thunder yet. I feel like we haven't played any lottery teams yet. Yeah, the only teams we're gonna. I mean, we're about to get a Pistons. So, if I if I had to project, if I had to project the amount of wins the Blazers will get, uh, I'll say for, I'll say forty six. Forty. So you're saying we're going? What is that like? Forty six and thirty six. Yeah. So what is that like? Sixty percent. Normally that's, that's around. Like a, that's probably a middle. That's like four to six seed probably in the West. I mean, uh, fifty games is a stretch. We'd have to turn around on the road. But think about it. If the Blazers are nine and one right now, you play forty-one home games. I mean, for a, I think the Blazers can go thirty-one and ten at home. That's fair. And so then you win fifty. You win half half those games on the road. I I, I think we win forty-five, four, forty-six games. Huh. I mean, optimism's definitely there, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, op- optimism's like fifty. Bad is like thirty-five. I just don't even know how to predict this team. That's just how inconsistent we are. Like, and I know it's, but things were inconsistently consistent because we're so bad on the road and so good at home. I get that. And honestly, actually, yeah, no, I'm just our harder games have been at home. Bacon, I'm just banking on that second half run. I mean, it, it happens all the time. Once it turns to 2022, the Blazers start, you know, picking it up a little bit. I mean, Dane's going to go on a ridiculous stretch at some point. Do you think that, Dane? Yes, Cole. I do think that. I do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, he, he's he's much of a competitor to keep shooting thirty percent from three. In my opinion, yeah. I could be wrong. I'm, um, I'm interested to see what. Uh, I'm currently looking at the ESPN power rankings. Obviously, we have a little more optimism than like. Where would you say the Blazers are, and like, where would you think they would be in the power right. rankings? You can look at uh, the standings if you want to, but I mean, I think this takes. I mean, I think they'd be like 15. Correct. We are exactly dead middle. They say Portland opened last week with its fourth straight win, a 19 point victory over Denver. 
But the Blazers lost at Sacramento the next night before losing by 15 to the Warriors on Friday. They'll complete a three-game road swing at Utah on Monday. At 10-10, and 10, Chauncey Billups and the Blazers continue to struggle to find consistency. Well, Here, I have, a, I have an interesting – I have a good um, – sorry. Another stat that goes with strength of schedule. So I said the Blazers have the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. Well, currently so far we have played the seventh toughest schedule so far. Just for comparison, the Lakers have the same record as us. They played the second easiest schedule. The Suns have played the easiest schedule. Golden State has played the third easiest. Utah, the fifth easiest. I mean, look, Minnesota, who's above us right now, they're, they've played the seventh easiest. I mean, look, every team is going to end up playing this, you know. It really just depends on are you going to play the Jazz four times or do you play the Pistons four times. It's like that. But that – I can just tell those Western Conference standings. It's going to be so tight in that middle of the pack. All right, I've got, another, I've got another statistic for you, and this is on performance. Uh, it takes into account tonight's game, too. It's talking about Dame and CJ. Uh, with both of them on the floor, Dame and CJ, we are minus 1.4 per 100 possessions, so around middle of the pack average. Um, when it's Dame and no CJ, we are plus 13 per 100 possessions. So when CJ's not on the floor and it's just Dame, we are an elite team. And it's with, when CJ's on the floor and no Dame, again, we are back into the negatives. I, w- I would like to see, like, let's come back at, like, the new year and see what that I – mean, it, it could be a small sample size. Like, you, yeah. I don't know. You, you never know with that. But. I feel like Dame and CJ are, in a way, <laughs> kind of different players this year. I feel like CJ still has that ISO – kind of mentality and see and dame's obviously way more of a passer so i'm not saying dame's like a two-way well Mm -hmm. two-way means defense so never mind but like you know what i mean yeah dame has definitely taken on the more of a role of trying to pass the ball and distribute while still trying to get his points but yeah i feel like that could be the reason why dame and cj not being out on the floor at the same time could i i could see that benefiting our team do you yeah. uh, we talked about this last year um and then again this is like an extreme change but do you still think the idea of moving cj to the bench would be a good good thing now or is that kind of just like a lost cause now that anthony simons is pretty yeah bench, i think it's like would it even it, do anything it, in my opinion i think you would Ideally, like Powell starts at the two, and you have like a Nasir Little, but better who starts at the three with Nasir Little on the bench. And CJ's connect you that guy, but I understand. What if we trade? We're, just, we're, we're, we're committed, and that's yeah, the trade for CJ will always be the million now that Simons is like having a breakout year. Do you trade Simons then? I mean, you can't keep four of them. You literally well, you can't don't trade Simons. You would, if you would do anything, you would trade CJ because if you're trading Simons. Simons has, would you trade Anthony Simons for OG Ananobi? Yes, since OG is still kind of young, too. But I just think, like, Simons, if he keeps playing like this, he'll have a higher higher return. And then you could move CJ to the bench, and he could be the I just don't, You can't be paying a guy $30 million to come off the bench. Yeah, it's true. I know I posed the question, but, like... No, I, I, I agree with you. Like, that'd be very radical, but... For fit, it makes sense, but for the optics, obviously, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, but then again, CJ can get hot, and when he gets hot, we can see what he can do. So, yeah, I mean, you got you have to think that a big run is coming at some point. You wonder when. I wonder when our next like big home stand is. 
that's just okay. and we look. got four right now so yeah we have a okay here we go let me just uh we got a four game homestand here the warriors on the road and another four game homestand so eight of our next nine games are i'm looking at I, I'm, now that i'm looking at this this next run the, with the four home games we obviously have warriors on the road but then we got timberwolves at home on, Suns on at home, ESPN. Grizzlies at home, Hornets at home, Grizzlies on the road, Pelicans on the road. Even though those Oof. are games, Pelicans are dog water this year. And they are back home for and Christmas. The we went around Christmas. The Grizzlies don't have jaw, so the Grizzlies sh- in reality shouldn't be that good of a team right now. And they're still not gonna have jaw that but then. So like, and then we're back the schedule, home. Three. This should be a run where we should go eight and two or seven and three. Yeah. Like we should. I, I agree with you. Pistons has to be a win tomorrow. San Antonio has to be a win. Yeah, Boston San Antonio has, honestly has to be a win too. Clippers, okay. If we throw one of those games, I'll be fine with that. Three and one. A three and one of our four game homestand. But no worse than that. I'm not going to and two. Sorry. Not I, I want, we that. better go at least until that Nets game, which we could be attending. Could one, be two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven games. I want to go eight and three. I know that's that's a reach, but it's a lot of home games. Not the best teams we're playing. I say playing the Warriors out. Warriors is a loss. Suns, I would assume, is probably a loss. Even though we've already beat them at home this year, they're probably on TNT. Wow. And I would say, any something between the Clippers, Celtics, and Hornets is a loss. I'm gonna say seven four. I know the Timberwolves are good, but taking into account at home, I wouldn't. I think we have a winning record. If we don't have a winning record, you can you can. Oh, if we don't have season. a winning record, then like, then that's I'm bad. not watching anymore. If we're try- if we're trying to be a middle pack playoff team where we're a four or five seed, you have to got to take advantage of this. So we're ten and eleven. You want to go eight and three? So twenty and fourteen or twenty one and fourteen by Christmas? If we are nineteen and fifteen, I will be happy. So seven and four. I said five hundred by Christmas, and now I feel like that's a little too easy on them. Just going to the schedule, but yeah. Seven and four until the Nets game. I'll be fine with that. I'm not in as much of a panic mode as I was two years ago, bubble year, where we started off obviously terribly and continued Mm -hmm. terrible the whole year. But just, I'm I'm a little nervous right now because the defense is not improving. Um, Now that makes me want to go check defensive stats because. I think it might have to be proving a little bit. Compared to last okay, year, we were the okay, worst. But the offense, but the offense has regressed. I remember last year the saying the offense hasn't regressed. We are s- okay. Hold up. Because I remember last I year heard, saying I heard a statistic today. I think it was offensive rating. We are second yeah, I mean, in offensive rating. Really, really we're seventh in the league in points per game. Um, where do I see offensive rating? Because I remember last year saying. If we're like a middle of the pack defense team and we keep our offense, then we're going to be a great We are number, we are, there's a bunch of people tied, but we are tied for 18th, call it 20th, call it 20th, because there's a bunch of teams tied. For defense? 20th in, in team defense. I don't know yeah. if that's the same as defense. So you, you'd hope that'd be a little better after being last, but, but again, okay. it's not. Fourth in bad. the NBA in offensive rating. Okay. Little 29th down. in the NBA in defensive rating. 29th. This 29th. year. This year. This year. We are the worst All offensive right, so team in that's, the that's That's second. Over second. But that's last year. We were last year we were 29th, but the 30th team was second. the worst defensive team in NBA history. Who was that? Kings. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally the worst defensive team in NBA history. 
So we're sorry, but we haven't, we haven't guard lineup. Okay. You're not, can, can, you're can, not can, playing defense keep these with numbers three guys keep these numbers under for six, me. four. Keep these numbers for me. One twelve point six on defense, and then one eleven point seven on offense. I'm going to compare that to last year. Got it. Offensive rating last year. Okay, offense has regressed. Even though it's yeah. still a top five in the league, we were one seventeen point one last year. We were a we were a histor- realistically a historic offense last year. Defensively, last year we were one fifteen point three. Okay, so, so the both defense have, has so gotten better. Defense compared to last, like. Okay, so I feel when like I gather from that, better with the rule yeah, changes. no, yeah, but that, yeah. So if defense is getting better, offense is getting worse. However, I really, honestly think, I think we've lost two or three games because Dame's not getting cheap free throws. <laughs> not even kidding. And yeah, shooting, I mean, obviously. but like yeah. that's the thing. Dame shooting these threes when he's shooting forty percent from three instead of thirty, that is. Three points as opposed to a Nurk two-pointer. And with a three-point revolution in the NBA, that, that matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. It's literally – Yeah. You expect the changes to be – maybe hurt our offense a little bit. But that's but like, not a great look for Chauncey. It hurts too much. Not a great look for Chauncey. You can't improve the defense. And within the offense, you could also just say the shots aren't falling. Now, season. again, again, I let's go back to all these stats – at Christmas, you know, we're about to play yeah, yeah. eight and nine at home. We've had the seventh hardest schedule. We have an That's easy true. schedule coming up. For sure. You're, you're going to be able to clamp the Pistons, you would hope. So, I just, Antonio, I want, like, yeah. I'm watching games and I feel like the offense isn't terrible. I feel like we're getting pretty good looks. Like the offense, you would think it's just we're just missing shots. But like for you're some point, and sometimes we're taking bad but, shots. I think quality is shot. Yeah, it matters. Like Joe Ingles wide open three, Zach Levine wide open three. You know, it's a make or miss league. Joe Ingles makes it, Zach Levine misses it. We we get a win because of it. You know. All right. But you I'm, would rather have Zach Levine take that. Okay. Sorry, God. I'm gonna shift gears here. Completely shift gears. Timbers. Uh, I'll talk Timbers. We're gonna talk a little Portland Timbers. If you are a soccer fan, definitely stay with us here. Um, it's probably going to wrap up the Blazers' content. Uh, but let's, let's, let's say seven, seven four. Let's get positive. Do I have a Timbers thing in here? No. Got the Timbers. But Timbers win on the road at Colorado. The crazy stuff goes down in that game. So much action. I'm going to be honest. We're going to play RSL at home because they're somehow turning into a team beat everybody. RSL. I was talking to your guys's. Dad, we watched the game like five hours after it happened. We had it on recording, and his tone seemed a little down. Wasn't feeling good going into that game, especially after That's funny. Colorado Dude. destroying and then being completely shocked in the 90th minute. Mabiala, wow, what a goal! Yeah, it was when we they scored, like we went crazy, and then I was like, I almost as soon as the game was over, like put the went on my story and I was like, oh wait, I can't because even Portland haven't seen it. So kind of clutched up there. But yeah, the Timbers get a who would have thought the Timbers get to host the Western Conference Finals and possibly Impossible. in the Lost Cup. Possibly in the Lost Cup. That's I think I think it's like okay, the Timbers have to win this next game obviously to get but to the Lost The Revolution Cup. still have to lose. But there's three there's three teams. Night. They have night. to win two oh, in a row. Oh they haven't even gotten to the conference finals. Yeah, yet. they have to win two in a row. So if we win the chance of our game being in the or the MLS being Providence Park is probably like the 70% Revolution chance. did have the most points of all time in MLS history. 
it's true. But the, I mean, look, the playoffs is different. It's one game. It's soccer. No it's soccer. So- it's soccer. One goal well, in the back of the net on off of the flex. RSL. RSL. No business beating the Sounders. RSL. beating the Sounders. That's soccer in a nutshell for you. I will say zero shots on target. RSL. I'm I'm scared about RSL. I'm scared. David Ochoa talking his ass off. Dude, they just have this feeling of like team of destiny right right now. Mm-hmm. They just. Oh, I'm sorry, but that. I, I hope so. But we are going to be shorthanded. You know, we have no Espria. No Espria, no Blanca. Blanca most likely. And and and, and and Valeria's just this old dude now. Just hey, Valeria's going to come. Valeria's going to make a play. Valeria's going to make a play. I'm telling you. If he gets. I mean, our best our best players. Felipe Moore and my. Oh no, it's the team. Each. Are we going to have to block? Are we going to have to park the bus? It might be park the no. bus versus park the bus. No, we're gonna score in transition. Well, it, it, it is gonna be like, interesting. We'll count because it. we'll do what we did against Colorado. We, well, but that's the thing. We play on the we're best on the counter, but ourselves not gonna just come out and attack. Yeah, ourselves yeah. gonna stay stick to their game plan, dude. I mean, ourselves just has. I mean, the Sounders game was that was just luck. I mean, that's just they played for penalties the entire game, and they they completed it. And then you know they took it to Sporting KC, which was a little so shocking. And then did y'all see the y'all see the Philly game? Nashville missed all their penalties. Nashville. Oh yeah, that keeper. They missed all four penalties. Keeper decided to Andre Blake. Off. Andre Blake had two I saves. I mean, top and then they off, put two, two saves, the but then they missed two, like the whole frame. So that would yeah. be a tough way to go I, out as a Nashville I, fan. But I can see, I could see Philly. <laughs> I could see Philly going. I could see a, a Philadelphia Portland final. Um, I just want to win. I mean, I want to be at home, but then again, I just want. Next it's at game. home. That would be that would go nuts. Games on Saturday, I would, correct? I would for sure go to the MLS. I'm cup. not sure. Because obviously, I might have to make an appearance. I'm not in Portland right now, but for this game on Saturday versus RSL. But if we make it to the MLS Cup, you'll bet mm-hmm. I'll be there screaming. Do we do we do a uh, live stream to the Timbers game? Speaking of live streams, yeah, let's talk listening. live streams. As we, we have, have we very few minutes left game. on the podcast. 921 viewers. Not saying they stayed long, but there were 921 totals. Um, looking at the schedule, uh, I don't know when our next live stream will be. Actually, um, let me check this here. Pro- probably if maybe I Saturday guess, versus the Celtics. I will Possibly. say, West West could make an appearance um, back at the old at the old stomping grounds for the Warriors game. We could do a, a, a part two with the Warriors. I think I'd make an appearance on stomping day. grounds. Yeah, I'm not going to say where the stomping grounds are. When are you back? I think the eighth. Okay. Well, we might do Warriors part two. Get those guys back in there. Who, who was the dude's name? What was that Warriors fan's bandwagon's name? I don't know. He was whatever. But I will say, shout out to Talking Dima for getting all the trivia questions. <laughs> So talking about Quinn, really good. Um, um, but the timbers, yes, the timbers are projections for Saturday. The score, straight up, just projections. On the score, ah, uh, arrow, arrow, two zero. Two, two it's going to be no goals first half. We're going to score, say, sixty somewhere between seventy to eighty. Oh, wow! And they're going to come out of their shell. For, they're going to be discombobulated. Time. Boom, counter at the 88th. Valeri. I like it. Valeri seals Dude. it again. Uh, yeah. Uh, goal scores, boys. I'll go Virtual with... Um, goal will be from... 
I'll go. I'll go. Yumi Chara. Steve Clark on a pen. Kidding. <laughs> um, I like Yumi Chara to score. He's the only guy who's like a shoe and starter that can score. Uh, Mora Niasgoda. I'll go Niasgoda. I'm nice. just I don't know, man. Soccer's just so unpredictable. RSL could easily win this game. I'm telling you, RSL's got that destiny attached to them, but it's up to the Timbers Army to uh, blow that down. But please, home game, MLS Cup, that would just do it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's kind of good to wrap up the Timbers segment there. Uh, as we approach, we wind down the podcast here. Uh, is, there re- is there a realistic path for, uh, for the Ducks? There could be a path for the Ducks to the playoff. Hmm. Michigan goes down. Big Ten champion is a two-loss team. Oklahoma State goes down. Big 12 champion is a two-loss team. That means Georgia's in because Georgia's going to clap Alabama. Cincinnati's in. We're going to still and say that. No, we can't have Cincinnati in. in. We're going to say Notre Dame's in. Oregon slides in at number four. There's options. Just get blown. Or Cincinnati loses too. We We absolutely rail. Absolutely rail Utah, 55 to 10. You can't leave hot ducks out like that. I don't know, man. The Dude, ducks we just lost 38 to 7. The ducks, the ducks did struggle to Cal on the final play at Hudson a couple of weeks ago. But, all right. Yeah. Well, anything else you guys want to add? That's all we got. Any more Oregon sports. Yeah, hopefully Blazers can just go 7-4. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. Cole. Bring down the cleat because that was the worst performance I've ever, I've ever seen by a quarterback. I'm not going to bring it down, but uh, Cam Newton, the worst performance by a quarterback oh, since 2004. Cam, tough. Oh, uh, since, since 2004. Since 2004. Worst uh, QBR of QB rating. Back with at least 20 passing attempts. What was the what was the QB rating? 5.9. Five. 50.9? 5.9. Wait, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? Like you can count on your fingers. <laughs> Oh my god! Come and did That's you start funny. him? In, did you start him in fantasy? No, I yeah. started Stafford. Oh, good job! I still lost by like twenty. Did he get? In, did he get negative two picks? He had a touchdown. No, he got. No, he had like he had, he had a rushing touchdown, so he had like five. Okay, dude, such a bad beat for cash. Wow, we were not off. That. Um, All right, we ready to? That is going to be it for episode. This might be episode thirty. I think it was. Um, wow, thirty. That's a milestone. That is means that Damian. That's how many wins the Blazers are going to have. Thirty this year. points in a week. Um, but nice. thanks for listening, nice. guys. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to download it. Go over to the YouTube, give it a like, comment, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, of course. and the next podcast after our stretch of home games, hopefully winning at least three. Peace. <laughs>